My name is Ainsley Carter, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Maneater Digest. Our first interview is with Sterling Sewell. We will be talking about his coverage of the Unbound Book Festival, hosted annually in Columbia every year. Our second interview is with Joey Yancey, a fun and games reporter. Joey did a story ranking the academic halls at Mizzou. First, Sterling Sewell on the Unbound Book Festival. All right, do you think you can explain the Unbound Book Festival for those who have not attended or read your story at all? So the Unbound Book Festival is an annual book festival here in Columbia. Uh, This year it was run out of the Broadway Hotel primarily. The executive director is Alex George, who also is the owner of Skylark Bookstore, kind of a big figure in town. He's also an author of a few books himself. One of the big annual festivals that happens in Columbia every year. So why did you choose to cover this festival in particular? Do you have like an interest in literature or anything else that was going on there? So I've liked to read since I was little. I'm a young person, so I'm still trying to work through a lot of the classics, but I'm also an English major, so this seemed like a good opportunity to get to know some more modern poets and authors, and it had a lot of really interesting topics um, for a story, specifically for me. Okay, so your story is you're covering the keynote speakers that were there, correct? Correct. Who were these keynote speakers? Um, Patrick Rizal and Ross Gay were the two keynote speakers. Rizal's written five books of poetry. That's what he does primarily. Ross Gay is also a poet, um, but he's also recently released two essays. I think the third one is on the way currently. And most of Gay's work is like centered on delights and things that give him joy throughout the day. Meanwhile, Rizal's work focuses on like observing youth and kids and like reflecting back on that. That's awesome. So did they kind of mostly just cover their books and like what they've written or was there a specific takeaway from their speeches? The speech itself was an unmoderated uh, conversation between the two. The two met in college about 30 years ago, so they've known each other a long time. So the conversation was like very casual. Um, They were cursing and making jokes the whole time. It was quite funny. Um, They ruminated on a series of topics, masculinity, youth, which connects with both of their works, as I said, like some of the teachers they've had, um, their literary influences, and like how they got to this point. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there anything that either of them said that really stuck with you? They were talking about um, sentimentality, and Gay said something along the lines of sentimentality isn't actually trying to achieve sentiment. It's uh, an attempt to escape sentiment or like a false type of sentiment itself, and that's why sentimentality often rings false, especially in writing. And I thought that was really impactful. But um, When it comes to covering an event like this, what were some difficulties that you had to work around? Or what are some difficulties you generally have to work around when it comes to covering an event like that? The hard thing is remembering what they say. You don't want to misquote anyone. So, And if you're doing a recording in a loud auditorium, you're not going to like hear things well, um, especially in the recording. So... That was difficult. Um, The other aspect of it was you're trying to write a story on what is effectively two people talking. Very difficult to do most of the time. Fortunately, these two people are uh, wonderful speakers and uh, very interesting people, but 
writing a story on a conversation is usually pretty difficult. Yeah, I can imagine. Because that's got to be hard to cover, like, in real time, like, what they said. Yeah. Um, And then alternatively, what is the best part of covering events in the local community? Covering events, especially festivals like this in the local community, is great. Um, Columbia is kind of a weird magnet for a lot of really interesting people whether it be musicians or authors, and Unbound brought a lot of really great authors into town. It's just a great opportunity for you know stories, but also for the community at large, and it was, it was just great to see. How do you think Unbound has impacted and potentially will continue to impact the Columbia community? I think Unbound is it's a free activity, so anyone can go. And while the audience was, were largely filled by older people, There were a lot of students there going to poetry readings and going to keynote speeches and other speeches done at, like, Unbound. It's a great way to inspire people. So, like, do you think it's particularly good for young people to go to something like this, like the college town community? It's definitely a good place to meet people, especially if you're interested in this kind of subject matter. You can network, you can just make friends. It's an important part of the community, I would say. Okay, well, that's awesome. Thank you so much. It was nice having this conversation. Thank you so much. Now, we will be talking to Joey Yancey. All right, so you're doing a story about the ranking the academic halls, which is like a follow-up to your story about ranking the dorms, which I actually interviewed you about last time, so that's pretty cool. So what made you want to write this story in particular and go kind of switch to the academic halls? Yeah, I really wanted to... I don't know, talk about the halls that we spend so much of our time in, like learning and all that, especially like our early years. We see so many different halls between like our major specific halls, but also like random one-off halls for me, like Tate or Middlebush. I'm in occasionally for like general education requirements. So I really just wanted to kind of talk about where you live first and then now I guess where you take all your classes. So what was your method of ranking the halls? kind of like last time like was it primary research you evaluated the halls yourself or was it more secondary research of surveys and interviews like I solely use primary research because I would have been a little skewed I think toward journalism students because that's just most people I talk to things like that so I mostly just used my own primary um, research and thoughts and so um, I did take into account things like when they were renovated how many amenities do they have Um, location is always important but not as important because everyone's kind of coming from everywhere um and then also just kind of the general feel the vibe and i guess like i do kind of take in like what people think about certain halls and i don't think anyone would really disagree with my rankings because they're generally pretty high up there and are very new all of them have been created in the last 20 years so what was the process like attempting to include all of the academic halls in your story because there are a lot so what was that like There are a lot, yeah, and I haven't taken classes in all of them. Some of them aren't even open, um, or when I went to go to them, weren't open for whatever reason. So um, I ended up just doing like a top three primarily, and then I also talked about some other um, one-offs that I liked, but not necessarily top three, but then I didn't want to rank all of them because that just seemed like really daunting and like um, ultimately would have been really difficult to kind of um, end up doing. So I had a top three, a clear top three for me, And then from there, I kind of went down and talked about um, some of the other ones that I enjoy. Okay, so it was around, like, do you have an estimate of how many that you included? 
Yeah, um, I want to say I had the top three, and then I had um, about three to five other hauls that I talked about um, just in general and why I liked them. And Yeah. Um, are you able to reveal which of those hauls were ranked at the top? Yeah, um, I'll do a little reveal of the top three. This is the top three in no particular order, though. So um, we have Cornell Hall, um, the business college, True Last College of Business. Um, it was renovated, I believe, within the top past 20 years. Um, super nice, like such tall like ceilings in every room and like the vibes are there. Super nice classrooms, all the things like that. Then we have uh, Laffrey Hall, College of Engineering um, in the quad area that was renovated back in 2017. So literally in the past like five, six years. So um, that one was a pretty easy choice for me. It's super futuristic, kind of confusing when you go in there, but like the lecture halls are amazing and like super just... I don't know. I love the vibes in there. Um, and then lastly, I ended up doing the um, Reynolds Journalism Institute. Um, so not necessarily all four halls, but the newest one, um, RJI. Um, if you go in there, it's just super nice. And um, kind of the inclusion of the grind is really cool um, with that coffee house. And then also just love the vibes. Um, it's, it's very modern and um, pretty stratcom based, it seems. And lots of um, classes run through there now. And I don't know. So yeah, those are the top three. So do you have like a bottom lowest halls ranking? Like, yeah, I have a few, um, not officially, but in my head, like I have a few that I would definitely say for starters in the college of engineering. Um, I've heard a lot of bad things about alcohol and I actually did a little tour inside. Um, and I can definitely agree. Definitely not the best, um, vibes there, especially having been to Laffrey. It kind of does, detract from that hall also the fine arts building um is not great um as not really a music student but i've i'm in two ensembles and i'm there a lot practicing rehearsing all those things i'm in the Sinkfield music center a lot which was built in 2020 that's our newest music building and it's amazing and beautiful and probably would be my runner-up like fourth place and so compared to Comparatively, the fine arts building is like not even close. Um, those are the two standouts I'd say. Fine arts, and I'm kind of biased because Sinkfield Music Center is just amazing, and then um, yeah. Naka. So, what impact do you want this story to have with its potential audience? Do you think it'll start any conversations about academic halls? I don't know. I would like some renovations, especially for the lesser known, some of um, our majors that aren't as nice. Um, I guess another one I'll talk about, like the College of Arts and Science houses so many majors, and yet I feel like that building's a little subpar. Just, And then you have buildings like Cornell Hall for business students, and you almost get like jealous. Or, I mean, as a journalism student, I love our, our four hall system that we have, or engineering is doing great, or even the nursing school is amazing, things like that. And so, like, um, I really would hope, like, I don't know, every building at least has something to stand for. And, like, most majors have a nice building to rely on, but then there's those few that are like, eh, those could use some renovations. Um, I don't know what the cost for that would look like or how that would even begin to start renovations, but definitely something that I think could be um, looked into, could be fun. And then even some of those general education buildings like Middlebush, uh, Arts and Science, like those are all like random and like they're known to be kind of eh, so um, would be nice to see some renovations. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else you want to add about your story or that you really enjoyed writing about it? Yeah, I had a lot of fun just, I don't know, ranking um, this one and the last story. It's just really fun to kind of try and take as objective an approach as I can using all my criteria. And then thinking about that, like when I enter some of those buildings now, I like think about what I said. So 
yeah um thanks for listening or reading um my stories about the buildings on campus that's it for this week's episode of the maneater digest be sure to tune in to the maneater.com for future episodes and follow us on all socials for more amazing content